Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Hey everyone, welcome to Countercharge. I'm Trent Sosby. I'm Community Pat. And I'm Rob Phaneuf. And we're recording on StreamYard right now, and you guys can see that the magnificent World War II-style mustache that Trent was rocking <laughs> is no longer on his face. So I am saddened by the loss of your mustache uh, it was majestic it's, it's temporary it's temporary so a legal reason did you have to like change your identity or something i can talk about it in like four weeks okay I, i'll give everybody an update <laughs> amazing <laughs> welcome to the show trent welcome to the show pat thanks well we're here again uh, our weekly little dose of what's going on with adepticon and this time we got community pat on specifically to chat about mantic night because tickets are on sale and we're going to get into all the great details but before we get there Pat, you been painting anything, or are you just all this Adepticon prep? That's it. That's all you got time for. Yeah, it's a little bit of Adepticon prep. I got the the new Empire Dust amb- uh, ambush set, uh, and I opened up that, and I've been messing around with that. I've been putting them together, priming them, and uh, I'm going to add that to my Empire Dust force. So I wanted to play around with those new models, get them all together. They're great-looking models. Yeah, I mean, in between all the stuff I've been doing work-wise for Adepticon and Gen Con and everything else, beginning of the year... Uh, Playing around with the Empire Dust Amber set. The Amber sets are really nice, actually. I got the, the, the Goblin one on order, and I'm looking forward to that. It's got uh, got some Goblins, I assume, and it's got some Mincers, a couple of yes. Mincers, which could be Chariots, I guess, or Mincers. Looking forward to that as well. They make great demo sets, so anyone who's looking to show someone how to play two Ambush sets, and you're good to go. Trent, what have you been working on? How's the Undead Basing Project going? Dude, I, well, I had a crisis the other night. A self-made crisis or an external force? It's kind of a long story, but it was self, 100% self-made. <laughs> it's kind of a long story. I'll just, I'll just give you the, the bottom line, right? So I played my first game ever of Ambush with Chris Thomas. I guess it's been two or three weeks now and absolutely fell in love with it. Had an absolute blast, but then I realized in my current project, I'm like, whoa, I, all I have are four. So it's a lot of large infantry, right? A lot of werewolves, zombie trolls, and uh, whites. And I had them all planned to have them on the horde base. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to split something up. You got to have some as a regiment. Right. I'm really weird. Like the first thing I do before I ever start building a model or put paint on a model is I make my bases because that's like my favorite part of the hobby. So I had to go back and make some new ones for the large infantry regiments. Um, But I ran out of my super thin super glue. So it's just a snowball effect. And I was like, oh, I have this like army painter stuff sitting around like it's it's not super thin but it'll be fine so i put it down and and i'd like dabbed it off i was like okay it looks fine and i waited about an hour came down and it just frosted up oh no oh no so i was like oh okay well maybe i can just rub it off with some water and some rubbing alcohol did that made it even worse okay so i kind of had to go back and just covered it up so it ended up working out but yeah so all my bases are done right all 47 individual bases and then my next step is I think I'm going to do my zombie trolls. So I have 12 zombie tro- four boxes of zombie trolls to build. And then I'm going to get started doing that. And I also have a side project where I'm working on getting the luck foam to make a uh, carry-on friendly carrying suitcase for when I fly back to Adepticon. So I, I got a few things going on. But yeah, 
basically a word of advice for trying to hurry up on hobby projects i would just wait until you have the the product like wait for the amazon order (laughs) wait for the mantic games order for whatever you need to to not rush it and then have to restart completely like i did but it's okay you live and you learn I'll be honest, I had a similar thing. It wasn't quite to the level of the crisis that you had. <laughs> but last night, I spent several hours working on a, a mage for the Salamanders. I was just feeling, like, tired. or I don't know what happened. But at the end, I was like, all right, I, gotta, I just got to stop. And I looked down at the model. I'm like, it looks okay. But it was way too bright. So, you know, obviously, I, I wasted some time there. I could have stopped. Yeah. You know, I took it to – and so this morning, I got up super early. And I, I hate doing this. But, I like, I, I took the – the color back down to the midtone, so you know it's like all right you're wait you just wasted that time but oh man sometimes it is what it is you know we are all our own worst critics and it will gnaw me to death if, if i feel like i didn't give it my best effort so what's interesting is i am cracking along unbelievably hard on on the salamanders so i have not done bases yet though so i gotta get the bases done <laughs> we talked about what i want to do with the buildings and stuff yeah and, and that's cool i've got ember sprites done i've got and then and then after getting 20 uh 16 ember sprites done which are croc dogs i find four more we're just gonna do two regiments <laughs> and then maybe down the road we'll come back and we'll do some more yeah i got rhino cab Kiladons, tyrants and now it's time to move on to some of the more harder stuff like the scorch wings which on a recent podcast i mentioned i had a complete disaster where i tried to paint them and it you know sometimes when sometimes you put in an effort and it comes out as garbage that's okay it's a learning experience <laughs> strip them or re, you know and, and you know and it gave me a chance to man i don't know about you pat that goblin slasher now the 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 gekatoa slasher uh-huh. what a great model those yes. those gekatoa are so awesome i love them you do need some i i will say that was the first model i was like i think this is how it goes together because <laughs> it is it's because i went all over the mantic website and there's only pictures from one side so i'm like i think this looks right fingers crossed i assembled the correct thing. you should do a 360 exactly, on, on exactly. The, on that the would be helpful foot. that'd be helpful i mean the gekatoas themselves are chef's kiss if they could just make more of those for the gekatoa units uh and, and maybe make the gekatoas not Maybe improve them a little bit, right? Because they don't typically get fielded in Salem Sure, it's it's an amazing. I can't wait. Now, my my problem though, my real problem is, I decided to like, hey Rob, you should probably look at what you've got, either painted, assembled, or ready, like purchased for your army. But it's like five thousand points is what I've got for my army for Salamanders. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got a Clan Lord and Flyer Jake. I got the Gekatoa Slasher. I got the Gekatoa Skylord on Scorchwing. I got two Battle Captains on Rhinosaurus. I have a Battle Captain on foot. I have a Mage Priest. I have Artacle. I have a Phoenix. I have two Lachilodons, a Greater Fire Elemental, two Regiments of Ember Sprites, two Hordes of Rhino Cav, two Hordes of Scorchwings, two Hordes of Tyrants, <laughs> two Hordes of Fire Elementals. I love it. And a Horde of Salamander Ceremonial Guard and a Regiment of Unblooded. We're going to get all this done. I got about 1,500 points-ish painted. I, I need to get to 2,300. What is the last little bit? What do I need to do for Adepticon? So uh, what I'm saying is figuring out what's going to be in the Adepticon 2,300-point list is, is a struggle. Like, I know the bulk of it, but what's that last little bit? Uh, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just plugging along. You got any events coming up? Me? No, I don't. I don't think I have anything in the near future. Well, we actually, this Sunday we have a uh, it's a, a one day tournament, but it's just like a local play group where we're, we're going to get a uh, three games in on Sunday, which is, which is going to be a lot of fun. the uh, The guys here like to play nineteen ninety five, so it's kind of nice for you know getting getting quick games in like that. 
1995 is a good points limit. It reigns people in that don't have self-restraint just a little bit. I feel like for me, I you know, in the in the States, I, I all the tournaments are 2,300 almost. I mean, you might have, you know, 2,400, 2,250, 2,200 for, for Bug Eater. But I feel like I didn't realize how much those extra points matter because I'm like, oh, man, it's, it's, what you, it's what you were saying. It's like, well, if I had the extra 305, I could take maybe this and this and this. And then, um, and it's interesting, just you know, uh, the difference that a hundred points can make for for the way that the game feels. And then I also forgot to mention too, in the hobby update, this is this is this is the way I work when it comes to a new army. I haven't even finished my undead, and I also have stuff to do for my forces of nature. But I just bought a complete new, like twenty five hundred point halfling army. So all the all the all the models are sitting beside me. But that's gonna be my that's gonna be my third one. I'm really excited about that. But that'll be like end of the year. You gotta like make yourself a. You gotta make yourself a goal that you finish this other thing first, and then you move on. You can treat yourself with the other one, yeah, exactly. There you yeah. Go. But exactly. I just I love the halfling army. I really do. I think a part of me is because you know I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd. But I really feel like Mantic just took that that like IP and really made it their own. Like I, it, it I, I love it. I think it's really it's really well done. Yeah, it's very evocative, and and they've got really unique. Units like the El Grenadiers and the yes. uh, the Aeronauts, like yeah. th- that's not in any other army, right? No. Like that's just Mm-mm. in any other IP. So it's it's super cool. A troll pushing a lawnmower, come on, man! That's it doesn't so get any cool. cooler than that. It's so cool. I dig the Star Wars, the Star Wars Knights. Yeah, I love those. Oh my god, what is it? the Iron Beast? Is that what it is? Yeah, the big pig. Yes. You th- you think it would be like oh that kind of sounds like the 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 dwarven tank right? But then you see the model and it's like this like iron bull with like flames coming out of its nose. It's it's really cool. I'm excited about it. Folks got a chance to join us for the live stream where we went over the Australian Kings of War, the Australian Clash of Kings lists. We went over Max K's list, who had two of those giant iron beasts. Wow, two of those iron beasts in the list. It would look like a really fun list to play. <laughs> Missed the live stream or you YouTube. Facebook is not your thing. Uh, just wait. It'll hit your RSS feed for this podcast relatively shortly. But with that, let's take a quick commercial break. And on the other side, we're going to get in and chat about the most important thing in the world right now, Adepticon. We'll be right back. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. Welcome back. And let's get into Adepticon. Before we get into Magic Night specifically, let's just touch on where we are with signups. So team event, we got 11 teams. We got room for nine more. Let's go, guys. And we have, we've had a couple people reach out to me. They're looking for partners. We're trying to match up some players. Well, that's good. So if you need partners, please post it on the Countercharge Facebook page, and we will do our best to match you up with like-minded individuals that have the same expectations from the game. Yeah. It would be great to get 20 players. I know, I think one of the challenges, Pat, with, with, with the team event is any event that's on Thursday, not everybody's there yet. Yes, and that's... That's a rough day to, it's a rough day to put an event on. And so I try not to put too many on Thursday, but, but I'm hoping starting li- later in the afternoon will help alleviate some of that. Absolutely. I actually like Thursday because it isn't like insanely busy yet. Oh, I agree. Like when I used to go to Adepticon before I have to, uh, to work it, I used to go, we used to do the start on Thursday and, and just kind of ease into it. Like you said. And then obviously Friday we've got Armada Blood in the Water, which is full. So if you know twenty six players are signed up, if you want in, jump on that wait list. Yes, I'm sure they'll get you some more space at some point. The key thing here is we need a wait list, and if I get a wait list, then I can petition for more seats. We'll have some ammo, so you, like I can just say, hey, there's ten guys on the wait list already. Can we at least? And then firefight. 
wow, 16 players already signed up. Only four more spots available, yeah. which is happening on Friday night. That's going to be super fun. Uh, we did have Brian on. He talked about it. Six by four tables, thousand points. Uh, Tyler Schultz. Um, I still don't have my list. <laughs> he gave me a 1500 point list, but then I realized I need to cut 500 points out. I don't want to paint the wrong stuff first. And then we get into obviously Saturday and Sunday, you know, Saturday, we've got Kings of War Adeptic Clash. That's been sold out since like the first day. Yes. Get on the wait list. Get on the wait list. Get on the wait list. Get more seats for that for sure. If we can get some uh, wait list. I understand some people's reservation, you know, because you're like, you you do got to buy the Adepticon ticket to get on the wait list. But really looking at the thing, you have to March 3rd to cancel and get a refund. Just do the community a favor. If you think you're going to go buy the Adepticon badge Get yourself on the wait list for Adepta Clash 2023, and let's get that wait list up to, you know, 30 people. And, you know, way more than 30 people that want to play, so. Yes. And then finally, uh, Dead Zone National Championship. Up to 17 players. That's a great turnout. I don't yes. know, Pat, what you guys have had in the past, but 17 seems like a solid number. Yes, 17 is pretty tight. It kind of sits where we sit, like any 18 to 24 is where we have in the last couple of years. So we got a shot. I mean, we're only like a couple weeks into this. Yeah, yeah. So we have a shot to, to maybe make this the biggest one in the United States. So, yeah. So just as a reminder, if you haven't signed up for Depticon, you still have time. Get in there. If something's already filled up, get on the wait list. Don't worry. Pat is calling Adepticon every day. Yes. Asking them. And I'm sure Adepticon is saying, Pat, I need you to have a wait list. Exactly. <laughs> to show me that you have a legitimate need, that people are wanting these, this space. Let's do our part to show them that, they need, that we need the space. Well, let's talk Mantic Night, Pat. It's going to be on Saturday night. Saturday night, 8 p.m. to midnight. Ooh. Well, I don't know. Maybe as a an opening salvo, if you want to share, you know, what is Mantic Night? So Mantic Night, Mantic Open Night, as it really is called, was born because I wanted to have a Mantic Open Day, but we don't have an HQ in the States. So as Adepticon is kind of one of our biggest attended conventions we thought it would be nice to have a slash mini open event so i put together mantic open night where we would get together hang out ronnie would do a q a or whoever's at the thing would do a q a break away and just kind of hang out and uh, I w- we would offer mini games of uh the games that we play for example we had uh russ Barnes brought Barnes. Did, a, did a siege Kings of War one day. We and John Jack created the jet bike races. So we do quite a different thing. Oh, and the bar, the Dungeon Saga Barroom Brawl. Yeah, the Strider thing too, right? There was like a Strider. Fight oh yeah, yeah. We had the big Strider battle. It's been some crazy stuff. Yeah. So and and none of that is for everyone is worried about it. Just those are all open. You just come, you sit down, you play. Yeah, everything's provided. And just to come and hang out. Yes. How many years has this been going on? Do you remember when the first Mantic Open Night was at Adepticon? Oh, no, I don't actually. But I want to say... It's got to be like at least five years, right? Oh, yeah. I think we're running, you know, with the pandemic thing. We lost two years there. So I want to say eight years. This will be eight because I think we would have been 10. Well, if Pat says it, it's got to be true. Yeah. (laughs) So what else can we expect from Mantic Open Night? I know that the tickets are available on the Mantic Games website. Yes. If you just do a Mantic Open Night search, it comes right up. And right now, it's under new releases. You just buy your ticket, you bring that, you show. It's 30 bucks a ticket. For your ticket, 
uh, right now I think we got about, uh, we're capped at 80, uh, just because that's all we can put in the room, fire-wise. All the Mantic gaming is happening in the Utopia D ballroom, which is on the far end, and then a few doors down, Utopia B is where Mantic Open Night will, will be, yes, so... Well, for thirty dollars though, you're also getting a twenty dollar voucher for the for the for the booth. Yes, and then for that ten dollars, you're still getting a drink. And we all know how expensive Chicago can be for alcohol at a fancy hotel and at Depticon. So that one drink ticket and the twenty bucks, you're basically recouping and uh, a special gift that I always do for Adepticon open night attendees. I have the stuff from the one we were supposed to have prior to pandemic, and that's going to be a Mantic uh, campfire mug. Oh, that's fantastic. That'll be fun. The highlight of the evening is obviously the Q&A with, the rant, you know, with Ronnie and the, and the team. We've had some great ones, Pat. Like I remember when it was the, the ghost pepper chocolate thing yes. that Ronnie did one time. And to be honest, I don't like hot food. So the fact that he was able to consume that whole thing without passing out right away yeah, is is great. But he did have to leave and walk it off. He did disappear, he did, did disappear for 20 minutes while he walked it off. Yes, but he's more man than I am when it comes to that because I ooh, I don't think I could. I could. Uh... Yeah, it's rough. Do we know yet who's coming from the UK besides Ronnie? Martin's obviously going to be yeah, there. Yeah, right? I think it's just going to be Martin and Ronnie at this time. And I'm assuming Kyle will be there. Yes. Kyle Prezelinski. He should. <laughs> Kyle, if you're hearing this, you're not planning to come. What are you doing? Yeah. As of right now, recording this, there's 61 tickets left. So if you want one, make sure you get it. I'm really excited about it. Pat, I think I don't think I've ever met you before. I'm, I'm Trent, by the way. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you, too. He didn't recognize you with no mustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, that's pretty iconic now. And I just had some random questions for you, if you don't mind. Sure. So my first one is, um, so what's your favorite Mantic game? Uh, probably Dead Zone. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was pretty much from the ground floor dead zone I was part of. So uh, it, it holds a, a little near and dear spot to my heart. Yeah, a lot, a lot of hours on that one, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your favorite faction in the in that universe? Oh, Marauders, 100%. Without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Nice. Okay, yeah, those are my favorite too. Those are cool. Yeah, I love those. Do you play in general? I know it's kind of weird when you're hobby play your career. I do play. Uh I don't play as much Kings of War as I would like, uh, but I do play, and uh, I'm not good. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. Rob, shut your mouth. I, I'm not good. Rob can attest to that from KCGT. But I will say, <laughs> when I do get games of Kings of War in, I do enjoy it, even if I'm getting my, my butts handed to me. But uh. How did you start your professional career with Mantic? Like, did, it just, did something just kind of fall in your lap, or were you like, hey, I know I want to work for those guys, or... It kind of fell in my lap. So okay. long story short, uh, Steve Morgan is a guy who works for Warlord now, but used to work for Ronnie and Warlord at the same time, uh, splitting his time between both with the trade sales. And I was good friends with Steve Morgan when he was at GW. Uh, and then when that uh, U.S. Uh, headquarters in of GW got disbanded and then he went back to the UK was working warlord he came out to Adepticon with warlord and because we were good friends he was telling me he was coming out I said yeah I'll come out and give you a hand and that's when I met Ronnie uh, at the booth uh, it was the year and I remember it was the year the zombies came out and everyone loved the new mantic zombies at that time you're dating yourself Pat that's like 
2010 or something. <laughs> Are you talking about the like the Kings of War zombies? Yes. That's been a little while ago. <laughs> Those were that was the big hit. It was huge, and we couldn't believe. And Ronnie was ecstatic how well those zombies had went over. With that, we just kind of became good friends, and we talked about what uh, he needs as a pathfinder. And I kind of became the first pathfinder. And then after a year or two of that, we talked about putting the program together, and so I became head of that. And then I just kind of rolled into the events, and working with the community around here so that's just kind of oh that's awesome yeah so it kind of just fell into my lap were you in like a sales oriented role before too before you made the move to to full-time mantic no i was just uh just hanging out with my friend steve (laughs) hey right place right time right exactly cinderella story come true that's awesome (laughs) no thanks for sharing that no problem i live in germany now pat i was uh I'm an American, though, obviously. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was worried because I, I moved from Colorado to, to out here because of work. And mm-hmm. in Colorado, I had a – it wasn't a large group, but there they were some really good guys who kind of got me back in the tournament scene, like, you know, Tyler Schultz, Gary Mercier, sure. Ron Latrell. So I was worried. I was like, oh, man, you know, I just I just met these guys, and now I'm going to move, and I'm going to have to do all this again. But now I have it's so weird. I have a regular play group here, right? They're, they're, they're all Germans, and then I have Chris Thomas too, and they like they 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 speak English specifically for me. Like they love having me. Oh, that's I probably awesome. play like once or twice a month, and then me and Chris and his friend Clem, who do the Mantic Universe podcast, we're going to Clash of Kings in September. So I'm getting the Mantic Night in the U.S. at Adepticon this year because I'm flying back for it, and then I'll get the. The, the UK open day, yeah. Too, so I'm 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 really excited about it, how everything worked out. Yeah, well, I'm supposed to go to one of those, so I might actually see you there at the UK one this year. Yeah, that would be. We're coming in early. I think we're I'm taking a few days off from work and uh, going to. I thought in Thursday because I know there's a few things in Nottingham too. Chris said something. I don't remember what it was though. All the mini companies are there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we the can, we can go around and do the tour. But yeah, now we're really excited about that. It makes me laugh though that Trent, you went to Germany and you found the Englishman living in Germany and the Frenchman living in Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I tell you what, I love I love those guys too. Like anytime we play, it's just it's always a blast. But it's understood, right? That we're all just we're all just not good. We're just there to roll some dice. So we're just there having a go. good time. That's perfect. <laughs> well, and there's something to be said with playing people. I mean, I'll give you an example. I, I did a, a one day tournament and I went two and zero my first two games, and then I played Kyle Poole in my last game. <laughs> Welcome to the deep end. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, I, I every once in a while, I feel tactically brilliant, and then someone sends me back to the kiddie pool. Yeah, it's just the, uh, oh, what is it? Icarus, you know, flying too close to the sun, and so somebody's got to just swat you back down and be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Trombones take those wax wings out pretty quick. No. Oh, it was goblins, wasn't it? They gave the slasher a trombone option. Like, did they really? Yes, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice that. So now you have a, like a defense five seventeen nerve, unistring two walking trombone, which is height five. I don't know. It's it's tall, right? So they can see over everything. So you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Well, what else did we miss, guys? Is there anything? Any, any other thing we wanted to touch on? No, I would say just let's get those waiting list guys going. Get your ticket for Manic Overnight. It's always a good time. Don't forget, get on the wait list. Get yeah, waitlist, waitlist, waitlist. We yeah. need them full. <laughs> waitlist is is the one hundred percent way to get extra more seats. I bet you everybody on the waitlist will get in. That's my gut. My gut tells me that everybody on the waitlist will get in. Yes, 
once we get that next round of spots, it'll be it'll be tighter after that. So if you want to get in, get on the wait list. Exactly. If we get the wait list, Rob, Rob said, I think we will get all the spots we need. And then when those fill up, then the second round is going to be super tight. That's a tougher discussion. Yes. Because, you know, they've already had to kick some events out to the second hotel, right? Because they've run yeah. out of room. Pat's grabbing that little thread, and he's keeping us in that main hotel <laughs> the best he can. We don't want to be joined all the historical guys in the other place. We want to be, you know, be in the main room. And the Utopia Ballroom is great. It's a really great place. We talked about it on the last cast. You come in, you got a place to put all your stuff, and you kind of, it's 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 the adepticon hub for mantic games that's i call i call it the mantic wing exactly when i talk with the dining girls on my because we get the we even the, the way it's set up too there's like a little foyer where we can put up little mantic side games too you didn't have to sign up for anything because obviously you're, you're running everything but did you did you have to go through any of the registration process at all a little bit uh to, to get the exhibitor badges but it, uh because i'm not registering for events i get to just go blow right through that part trent and i had a little difficulty I heard. I've heard. I've, I, was, yeah. I was. I was watching the stories on Facebook. Yeah, we experienced it together, though. But it was. It was just a nightmare. We held hands virtually through uh, a remote chat. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was what Rob about forty. So we started right at uh, right at thirteen hundred Central Time, and then we maybe got finished forty five minutes later. I think. Yeah, it was about an hour fifty minutes. We were kind of done. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It was aggravating. I guess is the best way to describe it. I mean, yeah, it in the grand scheme of things, I got basically everything I wanted except for one class. But it would have been better if it could just been over in 10 minutes, right? As opposed to 50 minutes of the the, the ring spinning and spinning and spinning. Mm. So maybe they'll find a new provider next year. And yeah. we'll, it'll improve. Because, you know, Ticketmaster has a lot more people for this kind of stuff. Exactly. And they don't have the issues that we have. So it, it must be a bandwidth issue. You know, too many people in one small period of time. Well, at least she didn't get logged out. I had a friend who had to log back in five times. Oh, no. The other thing that was a little disappointing is I didn't want a VIG bag. But this year, they didn't do they didn't do the lottery. Yeah. Which I think is the fairest way to do it. Just make it a lottery, and, and the people that want it can buy in, and, you know, and you're in a raffle. But the fact that it was first come, first serve. And there's like what 150 bags or something. Yeah, it's like, oh, they went goodness. back to doing first come first serve again, which not a fan of. Well, thanks Pat for coming on and chatting with us about Adepticon. Well, my pleasure. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, get you back on when we get get more space available and get these things full. Yeah. For those of you looking to get into the teams event and you need partner, as a reminder, please drop us a line. Just reach out. Someone's always looking. Up. And my, my big thing is just trying to match like minded people together so that you guys will would make a good team. Sure. You want to take us out, Trent? Thanks for joining us today, and remember to keep countercharging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.